Welcome to the Playing Injured Podcast, where we have conversations to help people turn their adversity into their advantage. Welcome to Playing Injured. Today's episode is all about vision. It's a discussion between me and Mason chatting about how people can create a vision in their life. This is a new series that me and Mason will start, where we'll be talking about different subjects that young people go through and play injured through. This is the first installment of it, all about vision. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, no better Saturday morning than when I get a chance to to look at Mason. Uh, but hey, yeah, there's I, better things you can look at than me. <laughs> true, <laughs> true. But um, me and Mason, we want to put together uh, a new series on the show where we really chatted about things that young people and us being men, young men, go through or play injured in um, in life and. First subject that I thought about that I thought would be amazing to start off with is actually creating a vision for your life. I think uh, so many young folks are in identity crisis, um, don't really understand what's going on in life. Um, So want to kind of understand and help people understand how can they start to create a vision for themselves to create clarity um, in their life. Uh, read James Clear's book, um, Atomic Habits. Most people don't uh, lack motivation. They lack clarity. So uh, we'd love to hand it off to you, Mason. Uh, it's been a while since we've been on the mic together. So uh, it's definitely an exciting time for me. Yeah, man. Yeah, thanks for all your hard work. Uh, for those who are listening today, Josh is the reason our podcast still exists today. If it was for me, <laughs> you wouldn't have heard uh, an episode for the last probably two or three months. So um, appreciate you just uh, being consistent and, and staying after it, being resilient. I know you've had some family loss over the, the last month or so and just stay, just keep your head down. So I appreciate, appreciate you. I feel like you should be, um, we should kind of talk maybe one of these just about resiliency and, and operating chaos and some of the things you've learned over the years. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, like, I struggled with a vision because everything was focused around what I wanted to do the rest of my life. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, what is society teaching you when you're hanging out, going through school, going through grade school? What are they asking you? Who do you want to be when yeah. you grow up? Yeah. What do you want to be? What do you want to do? Yeah. I don't know if you did that, but I did that one of those tests or whatever, where it's like, oh, this is the type of, you know, you're going to be a dentist or whatever. Right. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. So, I mean, we're what a decade in age difference and there's, they were still doing that when you're in high school or grade school. Yep. 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 We did it. Uh, what was it? It was a psychology class that I took in my, maybe my junior year or senior year in high school. We took a test, all these multiple choice, different things. Um, and it told you what would be the best 
profession for you based off of your personality, right? That was crazy to me. But uh, unfortunately, that's just that. like I'm relying on a 15 minute free test that I took in high school to tell me this is what I should do in life. Uh, it was crazy. And that is crazy, because if you think about it logically, that means your life is dictated. By the title of the job you have. So my life, and this this is scary, and I'm going to tie this into a little bit of one of the things that helped me figure this out. but my life becomes a function of being an engineer and it's dictated by my title of an engineer. Right. Or, or a doctor or a welder or whatever the title is, is a, my life is a dictation of that. And what I mean by that is I only can do as much as an engineering job can provide. And that's friggin' scary. You know, explain that a little bit for folks that don't understand it. Like, why is that? I think it's scary because I think we're more dynamic than that as human beings. Mm. I mean, I don't think there's a single person listening to this that thinks their life is made up of just the job that they do. I think they're like, no, my life is so much more than that, Mason. Like, I have so many other things that I enjoy to do, so many other things that I define, so many other relationships and marriages and kids and family and travel and food and whatever that I just enjoy to do that I feel like makes up my life. It's not my job that makes up my life. However, it becomes very, very narrow in thinking because your limitations are dictated by how much money you make from your job and your limitations are dictated by how much that job can provide you potentially. So the reason I bring this up is because I think that what helped me the most in determining a vision was actually determining my nightmare. Hmm. Explain it. Yeah. What the heck did I not want my life to look like? And I think if you, if you sit here and listen, like you could rattle off five, five things pretty quickly of what you don't want in your life. Give me, I'll give you a couple examples. I didn't want to be divorced. I didn't want to go through a divorce. I didn't want to be in debt. I didn't want to live paycheck to paycheck. I didn't want to wake up every day and hate what I was doing. So I think some, sometimes I've, most books I've read, they talk about a dream and a vision and the starting point is there. I think the starting point is figuring out first what you don't want in your life. Mm. That's key. That's key. Not just what you want in your life, but what you don't want. And I feel like that's the easiest way to do it. Yeah. I think so. I don't know. That was my, that was kind of my path. I'm not saying that, you know, I know at all, but I I think, so then once you, once you determine what you don't want, it kind of exposes what you do want. So if what I don't want is to be in debt the rest of my life, well, then what I do want is a vehicle that if I do have a lot of debt currently, as I sit here, I want to figure out vehicles that are going to help me get out of debt faster. And I, I don't want to have limitations on just my job income because I want to, I don't want to be in debt and I don't want to rely on a 30 year plan for debt freedom. Most of my life, I'm going to go out and I'm going to create something that's going to allow me to get that. And here's what ends up happening then 
once you figure out what you do want in your vision, now life becomes a journey and an exploration or an adventure of trying to connect the dots to the life you want and where you are currently. And you start just roadmapping. Hence why you and I are on a podcast and why you have a couple businesses, I have a couple businesses. It's, I wouldn't say it was because you and I are extremely entrepreneurial people. It's not like we were raised incredibly. I mean, you were raised more entrepreneurial than I was, I think, based on your yeah. history. But we, we started to realize what we didn't want. We started to realize what we did want. And then we started to make decisions or do things that were going to provide us and get us closer to that, that future state. But I think where we really, really are challenged is the limitation thinking, the limitations of our mind and our experiences in the past. Yeah. That's the biggest limitation. Yeah. I, I think that's why networking is so important, right? Mm -hmm. Me and you, before this podcast, you exposed me to new ideas. I didn't, that, that wouldn't have been able to be thought of just me talking with my friends or just me by myself. I had to have new experiences, new relationships. Um, and so I think limitations are uh, your current environment. Can you get into a different environment to expose new ideas um, to what you want in life and also to what you don't want in life? You may not even know that you don't want something because you didn't experience a new community or a new environment um, that challenges you to grow. Um, and so I just think that's so key. I think yeah. that's key. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you're, you're right, Josh, because you're, the function of your thinking is a result of your association at this point. Mm -hmm. And the function of your belief system and your um, and, and what you can accomplish in life is a function of, of who, you've, you, who you have associated with and who you've hung out with. Yeah. And so the only way you're going to change the way you think is to change the people you hang out with who then recommend different books, audios, different things you can put into your brain. And you start to have a, a paradigm shift and some shifts in, in what you're capable of and what you can do. And I, I think that's a, that's a huge eye opener. The question is, is what's going to motivate you to get out there and network? Mm. Like if that's the key, then what gets you out there? Like what, what, why, why do, why are you willing to do that? Or why are you not willing to do that? And I think for me, my, my mind came back to what I didn't want in my life. And I knew that. So here, here's where my not wanting what I want, what I didn't want in my life came from. Came from what I saw in my family and struggles they had. So I knew I couldn't get the very thing that I didn't want from them. I, I was going to get what I didn't want from them. <laughs> If you I had to go down that path, right? Yeah, okay. exactly. By default, so I had to go somewhere else to find out what I what I did want. It's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, so I, I love that because I, I want to go back. So both of us are obviously in the IT industry. People who don't know as a career, and so you mentioned as an engineer, this is your title. This title will determine your life, right? And so looking at the life of engineers in your industry, you kind of look up the totem pole or whatever the case may be, um, or you look at the, the engineers around you 
and you realize that this is not necessarily the the journey that I want to go down. Now, this is a great career. Grateful to have it. We've had great opportunities, but you know that this is not necessarily the life that I want to have. Accomplished. I think that's a huge thing. Like figuring out, hey, I want to emulate the outcome that they've created. But I think the challenge is not knowing the amount of focus and energy and struggle and failure they've had to go through to to do that, right? To create Mm. that. You know, at the end of the day, Josh, like for me, like I'm just not the smartest guy in the world and I'm okay with that. And I'm not the most creative like person on the planet. So for me, I, I, I knew that the life that I wanted to create, which was financial freedom, debt freedom, um, a life where I can wake up every day and and do the things that I I love to do and not have to chase money. I wasn't going to do that on my own by figuring that out. Like I knew I had to plug and play off of something that already worked. Like I I wouldn't, you know, I read rich dad, poor dad or real estate. It was going to be something (laughs) that was going to get me there. And so here's what, what happened though, in my early stages of that, and I think you can relate to this and it's a balancing act for sure. And it's, it's really figuring out, but in the book, good to great, Jim Collins writes this book. And what he talks about in this book is he says, the reason, one of the reasons why good CEOs never become great CEOs is because when times get tough in the company that they're running, they start acquiring other businesses, go into acquisition mode. So they're acquiring, you know, other, other ventures. And he said, the, the issue with that is they're forgetting what makes the company great. Isn't by what other companies are doing or acquiring all these other businesses. There's something internally that they can become the best in the world at, but they're not, they're choosing to neglect that. Why? Cause that's hard work, right? That's not instant gratification. That's like putting people in the right places. You know, good to great is all about it's the people that drive the business. And, and, and at the end of the day, you got to become great with people and, and, and you got to figure out what you can become the best in the world at as a, as a company. And so why do I bring that up? Well, I was the same way. <laughs> why? Because I, I, I chose not to do real estate, but I had read Rich Dad Poor Dad. Financial freedom through real estate was really appealing to me up until 24 and until I met a guy who retired before 40 and beat Robert Kiyosaki's retirement so I'm like, oh, there's another way to do it. Well, there's a faster way to do it. Well, does that mean that I'm going to do it faster? No, I don't know. So then I'm, I'm building our, our enterprise in e-commerce and times get tough. And what, am I, what do I start thinking? Well, maybe I should do real estate. So I go into, and I forget about the hard work. That's No, no matter what, I'm going to have to freaking work hard. Like no matter what, there's no way around it. But I went into acquisition mode. I, I started you know, taking my focus off of this and putting it on something else. Because I thought, hey, it would just be easier than what I'm currently doing. And at the end of the day, it's not going to be easier. I'm just going to have to work as hard in the other space that I end up going into. 100%. And it's going to be tough times regardless. Oh, yeah. I mean, hence the Plain Injury podcast. Like, You're right. I, you and I, first of all, we're never going to hit our, our full desired future state because that means we haven't stretched our capacity enough. There's always going to be something. That's what right. life and living is all about. But why this podcast is endless and timeless, in my opinion, is because we're always going to be playing injured no matter what we accomplish in our life. We've partnered with Magic Mind, which is the world's first productivity drink. Magic Mind was created by James Bashira, who is a Silicon Valley investor and entrepreneur. 
He combined all the ingredients in his kitchen that helped him stay productive and crush the business world, then gave it a sweeter taste before sharing it with the world. Magic Mind is made with all natural ingredients that help decrease stress, boost blood flow and cognition, and helps keep you focused. I typically drink Magic Mind in the morning with a cup of coffee and it helps prevent that caffeine crash that most people feel and it helps me stay focused throughout the day. So with that being said, go over to www.magicmind.co forward slash injured and use the promo code injured for 20% off. Once again, go to www.magicmind.co forward slash injured and use the promo code injured for 20% off. 100%. In some form or fashion, we will be playing injured. And that's why we came up with this. Um, so uh, practical tips, practical tips for young people, um, struggling to develop a vision, a vision for themselves. Mm-hmm. What can they do? I think this would be a good clip to put LinkedIn, wherever to give folks practical tip, to help folks who are struggling with creating a vision in their life. Yeah. Number one, what do I not want? Mm. Write it down. Think about the categories of your life, health, family, fitness, finances, whatever those areas are, faith, whatever. What do you not want in those areas? Secondly, what, as a function of what you don't want, the inverse of that is what you do want. <laughs> right. Now you start to have at least a, a, a casting of what you do want. Thirdly, values. And what I mean by values, it's a term I think is used, a lot of people are using today, but what do I value most? Is it money? Is it time? Is it relationships? What is my, what are my, what are my big values in life? And then I would say the last thing, and by far, by no means the last thing is now going into a mode of finding out who has accomplished those things in those different areas. Because my vision has become more and more clear, as you alluded to, Josh, the more I've networked and I've met people who have created that vision. Mm. It's given me belief. Mm -hmm. And instead of saying, watching them on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and all these platforms, I've done my best to get in what you do all the time, get in their back pocket and then hear the journey of how they went from the beginning to that point. And you're like, holy shit, they've had just as much failure and struggle as I'm having. Mm -hmm. And you're like, damn, I can accomplish this vision. Look at all the crap they went through. I, I actually haven't even gone through as much crap as they have, or I'm, I already know that those things in before it's happened to me, like, I know I'm going to be able to avoid that or whatever. Right. right. So then you, you start to become, you start to diminish the, the unbelief and you start to build up the belief. Um, and then I'll, I'll put one last point. Maybe you have some thoughts. Uh, I heard this recently on a podcast and I thought it was freaking brilliant uh, from one of my mentors. And he said, um, why do, why do rocket ships never get stolen, but cars do? Mm. I'm like, who the heck is he going with this? 
And he's like, because rocket, rocket ships are too big. I'm like, what? He said, that's what you need for a visionary. Mm. You need something so big people can't steal it. He said, big to you is all relative. But it's got to be big enough that no matter what people say, you're not, they're not going to knock you off. They're not, it's not going to steal your vision. Not going to steal your dream of what you want to realize. And I was like, dang, isn't that the truth? And that's crazy. Yeah. And big, big is, you know, my thoughts on that. Big is, uh, is long term, you know, it's not a quick journey. When you think big, I, you know, I think about a lot of, uh, you know, actions you do on a day to day basis. And when you think big, you realize that all these actions can accumulate to something five years from now. But it's big, you know, whether it's positive, negative, right? It can happen a big, a big effect on us in the long term. But that rocket ship of a of a vision or a dream, uh, it takes time. It takes time, uh, and it's not a fast journey. And I think uh, a big tip for young people, especially myself, is because we see so many shiny things out there, um, we get caught up in the wanting to shine as well instead of enjoying the process of developing um, who we are as people, our character, that network, that vision. Um, And it takes time. It's a slow grind. Uh, it's It's a slow game. Uh, yeah. And it's incremental. It's um, the vision starts one place and it grows over time. As long as you stay after it, you know, the vision for my wife, my life and my wife <laughs> will slip there in a good way is, uh, is different than it was when it was just me. It was yeah. you know, in my mid twenties to now in my mid thirties or whatever. So yeah, you got it, man. At the end of the day, I think we're in a, in a time right now where people just want to get through all the bullshit of what people are saying and they want the truth. Yeah. You know, it's not about flashy, how much money have you made type mindset. It's, it's really about, um, who you're becoming struggles you've had. You know, I made a post recently about who I, you know, where I was at 24 to where I am now and, and not, not about money or anything, all about just my identity crisis and, drinking and alcoholism and all these things that I was struggling with. And like, I had more response to that than I did about the fact that we're going to become financially free in our thirties. Like people don't give a fuck about that. Like, and I don't blame them. (laughs) I don't don't blame them for not really being excited about that because um, maybe they're not on that journey already, or maybe they haven't thought about that path, but everybody's thought about where, where they were five years ago to where they are now. And are they better? And I think people resonate with that. So half of it has to do with not about what you get from that vision, but who you become through that vision, meaning what you, who you become as a result of chasing that down. 100%. 100%. No, I love that. I love that. And I, I think the great, the great response is, is that like, we see who you are now and it's like, wow, this is crazy. But now we got a chance to see who you were before. And it's like, wow, I get an opportunity to see him um, grow. He had, he had a growth period. And so it gives me belief 
And what that post did was gave people belief. Necessarily, when we put our accomplishments out, I don't know if it gives people belief, but nothing is more powerful than giving somebody else the belief that they can become something greater as well. Amen. Amen. So that first, that's the, that's the first uh, episode of our kind of our, our new series within the playing ninja uh, role. But we are going to uh, look to, to drop um, a lot more of these different things that people struggle with um, and going through. But I thought uh, your vision, your journey uh, was something that a lot of people are still figuring out uh, as young folks. So, Mason, we appreciate you um, as always. And uh, looking forward to doing this again. Yeah, you bet. And if anybody want to drop, wants to drop in any of the comments wherever this is posted on any any thoughts they have, or um, of course feedback, or or um, if you have a topic that you feel like would be a good one to discuss, let us know, and we might even have you on here if uh, if we're looking for uh, you know another person to to join us in the conversation. We can have more than two people on a podcast, right, Josh? I'm pretty sure. Oh, one hundred percent. We can have a ton of people. I would love to get to a space where people just come on here and they just ask questions kind of like a a hotline, (laughs) like a hotline, like, Hey, I'm I'm going through this. What do you, what would you say about this? Uh, That'd be pretty dope. But uh, just at the beginning, man, just at the beginning. Our brand design and strategy is by Tessa at fivefootstudios.com. You can also follow her on Instagram at Five Foot Studios. Our music is by Lakey Inspired. Go ahead, subscribe so that you never miss an episode and click the five stars to give us a rating. And most importantly, keep playing injured.